host Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, what's going on, everybody? Still feeling a little bit under the weather, so sorry for this mellowed out type of uh, response. <laughs> this episode that I'm doing right now, but hopefully, you know, the next one should be uh, better. Um, yeah, the next couple of uh, the next couple of episodes is going to be interesting. So, um, got got you know some more guests coming through, and also um, a series of uh, introspective solo episodes as well. Because of course, this is the um, uh, closing out of season twelve. So of course, gonna need material. So a couple of the first episodes in that regard are going to be about um just introspective things that i've been thinking about and been wanting to talk about for some time so i'm glad that i'm finally going to be able to get to those all right but first and foremost uh let's get to this so married at first sight season 12 episode 19 atlanta reunion part two all right so let's get to it we ended off that last episode with uh, Chris and Pastor Dwight getting into some beef and um, Paige trying to uh, keep them apart to try to reconcile their differences, but that couldn't happen. Chris stormed off out into the parking lot saying that, oh man, you know, that's it, that's it. Forget this guy. You know, if you want to do something, meet me in the parking lot, blah, blah, blah. So the episode ends with a, a little recap of the same thing. Uh, Chris is still in the parking lot. Page goes to him um and um she gets in the car tries to calm him down she was saying look look you were doing so well you're doing so good until you know you blew up and whatever and that's the thing it's like um I'm, I'm getting a little ahead of myself but um Paige always says that she doesn't look like a victim or whatever or she's not being played but looking back um the episode how can you say that how can you say that you're not being played because he keeps wanting to move you from the situation so it can just be you and him by yourself and he can manipulate the situation any way he can because he did the same thing when he said that mercedes lost her child and you know he was crying <laughs> i lost my i allegedly lost my child i mean if he did lose a child my apologies but still it still came off as manipulative trying to get Paige to um be alone with you so you can spin the narrative any way that you want and it was kind of like the same thing here too but um and also it's like why Paige why do you want to deal with that all the time because obviously he has anger issues anything that triggers him he goes off the handle and why do you want to be the woman that constantly has to calm him down and get him back to center like, that's tiring. That's exhausting. That's draining. Why would you ever want to be in a situation like that all the time? Why would you want to be tied to somebody that you continuously have to do that for? It's horrible. Anyway, um, Chris says he'll get he'll get back to the show if um, Pastor Dwight leaves. And they agreed to that. They're like, all right, fine. You know, Pastor Dwight, get out of here. <laughs> you know, so... <laughs> So they get him back in, um, and 
you know, they thank Chris for coming in. He's like, you know what, I, you know, I'm sorry, Kevin, because, uh, you know, obviously Kevin Frazier is still the host. So um, Chris apologizes to Kevin saying, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, I'm here for you. My bad. My apologies. So, all right. So everything, you know, not goes back to normal, but they continue with the show. And um, Kevin asks Chris, or I guess both of them, you know, what will you take from the process? And Paige says she's deserve. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Chris says that um, Paige deserves a redo at love. And um, he regrets putting Paige through that. You know, so I guess, I mean, I guess that's good. And Kevin asks, will you guys be will you guys be filing for divorce and both of them say yes well i mean um page answers yes and chris is like uh, 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 yeah <laughs> you know because it seems like he didn't want to say it but uh page is like yes we are filing for divorce okay i'm getting away from your crazy asshole <laughs> oh man so um uh so chris finally decides to leave i mean he's i guess done for the session and so pages is there by herself and um they ask uh pages like uh bridesmaids uh, nancy to come in and um talk with pa i mean talk you know just like they did with um eric and virginia's mom you know talk about the situation so um they bring back the they do a flashback of the reception where chris is saying like yeah Paige is not really um a woman that I would go for and then Nancy says well what kind of woman would you go for and he's like the opposite of Paige and people are like what the fuck what does that mean like you think she's ugly or whatever and he's saying that like yo Paige is the woman that I would probably need no Paige is the woman that I need in my life but um not not somebody that I would necessarily want and I know that sounds like a diss and i mean it probably is but at the same time i understand that situation because sometimes people like okay you know what it's a situation where um no let's flip it you know what okay it might sound like a diss but let's flip it so you know how girls always go for the bad boys and they don't want to go and they don't want to go for the nerd dude or whatever same shit you know what i mean i don't know why it's so devastating because he's he we're we're insinuating that he's calling the person ugly even though eventually yes we do find out that he does not find Paige attractive but let's bring it back it's the same thing as a woman always going for the bad boy because that's somebody that she wants but it's not somebody that she needs she's not gonna go for the regular looking dude who a lot of people might not like because that guy is the one that you need because he's the stable one he's the one that can bring you forward in a relationship not the flash in the pan bad boy that yeah he probably has good dick or whatever but like okay that's it what what else is that gonna do for you nothing you know so it's the same shit so maybe it was said wrong but i completely understand what chris was talking about yes from what we've been seeing, Paige is absolutely the person that um, Chris needed in his life to be a wife to. 
make him stable, make him um, more accountable for his actions, um, not, you know, not deal with those whatever, those, you know, trophy wives, as he likes to say, because he he call, he he said that Paige isn't a trophy wife. And the funny thing is he was using it in the wrong manner because he was saying that like he likes trophy wives and it's like trophy wives aren't to be liked trophy wives are just aesthetic aesthetically pleasing but nothing to them other than that so yes Paige is not a trophy wife good (laughs) you know what I mean you don't want her to be that you want her to be what she is a ride-or-die chick who's smart ambitious and is loyal that's not a trophy wife. He, you know, he's stuck on trophy wife, trophy wife. And it's like, no, that that's not it. So that's what he was saying where that's what I, that's what I believe he thought to have said where um, he was saying, oh, Paige is the person that I need, but not that I would have necessarily have wanted. Yeah, because if he went to the club, he would, he would get, you know, one of the quote unquote hot chicks and completely bypass page even though she is the better partner for him same shit with the girls just you know not looking at an incel or not looking at a person who um is probably better for her no you're gonna look for the you know hot guys or you know or purse or one of those dudes that like talks down to you but you think it but you uh misconstrue it as confidence where it's actually cockiness, you know, you'll go for that guy, but then you find out, but then he plays you, he hits it and quits it, and you're like, damn, why are, why are, you know, fuck all men, why are all men bad, blah, 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 I'm like, no, you, you just missed that guy that you didn't even give two shits over, and he was in the corner, but you didn't care about him, you know, so, yeah, so I don't, I didn't necessarily take it as a diss, even though I guess the world did, because, it was putting it was putting a woman down but no one sees it the other way you know so so i didn't necessarily take that as a diss but um yeah uh yeah so that was it um they you know they spoke to nancy and nancy um said that she oh she wished she had more um gall to like do something to him but you know, she tried to keep her composure just like Paige, but she said that she would have freaking, you know, if she, if he was on the streets, she, you know, would have, you know, beat the hell out of him and stuff like that. And, you know, she wouldn't have been mad, you know, so it's like that. But, um, yeah, so that, that, that portion is over. So we go to Haley and Jacob. Oh man, this one, this one was a, this one was a, this was, this one was an interesting one. So, it was the first time that they've seen each other since um, Decision Day. Um, and Jacob, yo, Jacob was looking good, yo. Jacob had the freaking kind of salt and pepper mohawk hair going. He had um, an 80s graphic tee. And he had the, um, it was a black black graphic tee. I think a navy blue blazer on. Ripped jeans and like super red um sneakers i'm like yo this is a this is a hot ass outfit like if he was rocking this dude he would have been killing it you know maybe if he was rocking that in the beginning it would have been perfect 
so they both sit down and then um kevin's like hey um hey uh jacob don't you want to say that Haley looks beautiful and stuff like that and he's like nah i'm good <laughs> yo yo jacob is my dude bro oh man i want to hang out with that guy so bad um actually you know what fuck that i'm a freaking um i'm a friend this guy right now man fuck what you heard what he is hilarious Jake Edwards. Wait, is that him? Hey, him. Who the fuck is this guy? Is that his name? No. What the? Why is it so hard to find this guy? Oh, is it? Is this him? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> this guy is hilarious. Katie's following him though. I mean, not Katie. Kate. From um. Ooh, that's right. I can follow Claire. I'm so bad. What's it called? I don't know if I uh, informed you guys, but um, as soon as the episode was over, I forget which episode. Maybe it was the um, maybe it was when it was the season finale. You know, uh, decision day. They were allowed to um, open their make their make their um, IGs public. So um, I immediately went to. Haley's not for her obviously but um to find uh Lauren and uh I did so and she accepted me a couple of days ago so I'm like yes but I completely forgot that everybody else's things are open so um I'm I just pressed follow on Clara's thing and I um am watch and watching I'm following uh Jacob too and like I was saying before uh Kate from um which season? Let's see if she put it in. Oh, damn, she took it off. She's like, F freaking married at first sight. But um, I forget which season she was on. But, you know, Kate and Luke, that, that season, um, she's following uh, Jacob. So she definitely still watches the show. So that's good. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah, I don't need to really follow anybody else. So, um, season 12, I'm following Clara and following Jacob. This is awesome. Maybe I should follow other people from the other seasons, too. I used to. Um... I used to follow. I used to follow um, Sam and Neil. I followed both of them, but people haven't really been that interesting enough for me to follow. But maybe I'll follow them. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, back to business. Yeah, but Jacob was looking super cool. I was like, wow. If he looked like this the whole time, maybe it would have helped out again. But like, he, but what he was wearing before was fine too. But I guess maybe he wears that for like special occasions or something like that but like i liked his look that's that's i guess that's what i'm trying to say because even with you know even though ryan was getting on my nerves the entire season because of his like sex thing he still looked cool though because of his haircut or whatever so like he had a look to him so with jacob on the reunion he he went for a certain look and it worked well, at least for me like he looked freaking awesome like that it was it was really like stylized it was really cool and um let's see so um they're saying you know uh, kevin was saying oh, how how has life been how has life been since decision day and then Haley's like oh you know traveling and i'm like traveling to where everything has been closed <laughs> what are you talking about um 
like like because tra- she likes to travel overseas so they're not letting you in on the plane because one um planes weren't taking flight i think at the time where this was being recorded so i don't know where she's going to but whatever um and she was saying yeah same as other than traveling um life has been the same before marriage so i'm like oh okay because okay so then it was boring because again you decided to go unmarried at first sight so life wasn't going as uh swimmingly as you are making it to be (laughs) you know so life was boring for you so okay and kevin mentioned that she was in uh back-to-back weddings um like right after decision day and um of course she was in the brides she was bridesmaids again and kevin says how does that feel from you know being married and then being divorced where now you're in two weddings back to back weekends and you're wishing people well and she was saying that oh you know she really loves the supporting role now as opposed to being you know center of attention i'm like oh is this from the same chick that her you know moniker was always the bridesmaid and then she was complaining that she's been a bridesmaid for like i think 14 times i think believe i think she said i'm not i mean i'm not looking back but um it was definitely an an absurd amount like damn you had 14 friends get married well i guess i've been i've not that i've been in but i've attended a lot of weddings as well but um yeah her thing was like yeah i'm always a bridesmaid because that was the big thing of hers that um just like with ryan you know never saying i love you or whatever her thing was she's she's been a bridesmaid i think it was like 14 times 14 or 16 times so it was getting i don't know or but for some reason my brain is saying 27 but it was a really high amount i i think no less than 14 so any followers you can tell me what the uh amount was i mean i know i have it recorded i've been recording since the first season i mean since the beginning of the seasons but i just it just slipped my mind but um but yes but yeah now no now uh you've been on the other side you see the grass is always greener right i mean the grass isn't always greener so be careful what you wish for oh yeah so kevin's like okay so let's see your package let's see your video package of how you know your marriage was so they're just looking back at you know all the good things and the bad things and they have the picture in picture of you know as an audience member we're seeing them watch their video and they don't have a single smile on their face they are just stone cold just looking at the screen it's just like wow they're just remembering just the hell that they've been through it's so crazy because it's like we've seen other couples just not get along like um man like zach and mindy or um you know chris and Paige, and i mean uh, uh, kate and luke matt and amber but for some reason this one hits hard just because they start and then they end they start and then they end they start and then they end and it's just i don't know it they try to build something and then it breaks build breaks build breaks and it was just exhausting they were just really 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 exhausting
So it's like, what's the point, you know? Um, I think that was the real reason why it looked so bad. And that it was not, I guess not worse than the others, but it just, it just felt so long, even though literally all the other couples had the same amount of time. It just felt like really bad for them. I mean, of course, Chris and Paige is probably literally the worst couples that they've had ever. But in a traditional sense of what the experiment and what the show represents, their relationship, Haley and uh, Haley and um, Jacob, was just was just bad. So, um, Kevin asked Haley, "What gave you hope that this would work?" Because at the beginning, again, she was lively about it. She was like, "Yeah, this is this is gonna work." So she was like, "Yeah, the process, you know, I I answer all the questions correctly, and all this stuff, and you know, um, I'm trusting the experts." So she was very lively about it working. And Kevin asked, "You know, okay, so why didn't it work?" And she was saying, "I mean, they both said, you know, we're just two different people." And then Chris says that, you know, pretty much Haley didn't like me. And it, it's true. You can see that she just really didn't. And then Kevin's like, okay, time to come clean. What didn't you like? And she's like, well, I didn't like his sense of humor, his quirks I couldn't get. And then um, Jacob is like, yeah, she didn't want to understand my, she didn't understand my communication. And she's like, I don't remember any communication, communicating. She was like, ah. Oh. And then he goes, um, she didn't like my playfulness. And she's like, oh, I don't remember you being playful. Like She's being very spiteful, being very petty. It's because cause Haley's a bitch. Ugh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, so. And, um, and he goes, you know, I acknowledge she doesn't like me. But to say that I didn't try is disrespectful. And it's true. It's absolutely true because he did try. It's on fucking video. He tried. Everybody has said that he that he did try. And then Kevin, I, I, I saw in like some comments and all that stuff that Kevin um, was being too biased. He was very Team Haley. So he would keep going on Jacob. Like, well, did you really try, Jacob? I mean, did you try being romantic and all that stuff? And then Jacob is like, um, excuse me, but how can I even try to remotely do anything romantic if the person doesn't like me or shuts me down in every single instance like she like did you remember she didn't even want to like hug and kiss this guy so how am i gonna even want to be romantic if she doesn't even want to do like the basic minimum of hugging and kissing and or holding hands like are you serious so um and then um Kevin's like, oh yeah, well, you know, I've never slept, I've never slept with a woman who didn't like me, and then, um, and I'm like, huh, like Kevin, what are you, what are you talking about? Because he was just trying to say that like, a woman sleeping with a guy is trying, and I mean, is it? No, it isn't. Not really. Like she can just get some ass or whatever. But I mean, okay, but fine, fine. She's trying, but at the same time, that was um during the during the honeymoon like after that she didn't really didn't try at all i mean yeah she was trying to initiate conversation that was the one thing that i'll give her um 
Jacob sometimes doesn't know how to either initiate or follow through with conversation. Like when a question is asked, when a question is asked, he gets the answer and then that's it. He doesn't really like elaborate on it or I'm trying to make it longer or prolonged from what I've been seeing, from what they've shown us. That's the one thing that um I have seen him like fail to do. But at the same time, maybe she just doesn't give good questions because like when he's with the guys, he well, he's not a very talkative person anyway, but like he will have conversations. But with her, it's like pulling teeth. So I just find that interesting. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Haley's not a good conversationalist. Or just maybe, again, from what we've seen, they are not right for each other. So anything, any way you roll the dice with on either of them, it still won't equate to them working out. Even though I believe that they could have. But it probably would have been just a just a nagging marriage. So I'm glad that they're not together, you know. But and even Haley, Haley says it right here that she was just missing a connection after the honeymoon. Um, that's what was missing, an emotional and a physical connection. She like she felt nothing, so I guess the sex wasn't good either. She's just doubling down on it. And um Kevin is like, Okay, well can you just say can you just give me something that's nice about Jacob? And she's like, Well, yeah, he is he's a nice guy and I'm like, Oh great because, you know, all women love nice guys, right? <laughs> Um, and Kevin says, okay, Jacob, what's nice about her? And he says, like, well, you know, she's very driven. Like, and that's, I don't know, it's a very bland statement, but it's a bland statement, but it's a good statement to say in the world that we're in, you know, to, to pick up a, a, a woman like that. Yeah, she's very driven. She's very ambitious. You know, that, that'll, that'll win you feminist points, but as like a personal thing, that's like, oh really that's it i'm driven hmm. okay <laughs> so um kevin asks, okay since you guys don't work you know you guys haven't worked with each other what is going to be the um the what are you guys going to look for in your next relationships you know and then um jacob says someone who doesn't take and this was very interesting because the things that they were asking for are not what they received are the exact opposites of the people that they are and i was like wow because remember he didn't he didn't he just asked a simple question it's up to you to go how to go in depth how in depth you want your answer to be so with the very simple answers that they gave you can immediately you can immediately see how the relationship faltered because Kevin asks, you know, what will you guys be looking for? And then Jacob says, someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously, you know, uh, gets to be an idiot with me and just relaxes. That is, that is the exact opposite of Haley. <laughs> Haley takes herself way too seriously. Um, she doesn't like being an idiot. And she doesn't relax because she has a stick up her ass. You know? Um remember when what was it when they were going um when they were doing a uh, mini golf and jacob was like all right so um do you wanna uh 
I forgot what he named himself. It's like, he, I guess he he named I think he named himself Maverick or something. I guess because of Top Gun, and he was like, "All right, what 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 do you want your nickname to be?" She's like, "Ugh, I don't want a nickname. Like Haley is fine." He's like, "All right, your your name's gonna be Dragon or something like that." She was like, "Ugh, Dragon, really?" It's like, damn, like it's just a name. Like let's just go with it. Like we're at fucking mini golf. We're not at a business presentation. Why does it need to be? Why does everything need to be so serious? You know, so, um, yeah, that is the exact opposite of Haley. She cannot take herself, I mean, she does take herself seriously. She doesn't know how to have fun. And Haley was asked the same question. And she was saying someone with a big personality and she feeds off of people's energies. Jacob is very, he's an, well, I don't know if he's an introvert, but he's very to himself. He does not have a big personality or well, not he, well. No, he doesn't because he's just, he's just very chill. Not to say that he can't be cool or whatever, but she needs some, and she feeds off of people's energies. That's the literal definition of an extrovert. And since Jacob doesn't give off energy like that, he's not boisterous or anything like that. She can't grab onto anything to 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 feed off of. You know what I mean? So there's that he he's he has low he has very low energy and she feeds off of energy so there you go there's the disconnect so i found that the, to be the most it, from the eight weeks that i've seen of these people those two the, those two explanations of what they want in a partner so interesting like that's the little reason why they did not break they did not make it because they, they are the opposites of what they wanted in a relationship. So I found that very interesting. All right. So um, they move it to the uh, men's table. Because remember how um, the men's round table, I should say. Because remember in part one, they had all the ladies. So now they had the guys. And Kevin asks Vince, Kevin asks Vincent, um, you know, to describe to describe each dude with one word and uh he called ryan the hype man he called eric you know he he mellows out everybody and he called jacob funny see that like he says funny and kevin's like like what really kevin frazier's like what really like jacob's funny and vince is like hell yeah he's funny and then everybody starts laughing because they know that he's funny and then um he's like yeah you know the guys say that i'm funny the girls call me funny too but you know the only people the only person who didn't get it was Haley. so you know there was a there was a shot to her like i didn't i just didn't get his humor really so nine other people can get his humor but just because you don't get his humor that means that he's not funny you know what i mean like that's the thing so um but yeah uh then they show um <laughs> then they show of mon then they show a montage of Haley just like just all the attempts of her making excuses of why the relationship isn't working and with each each new scene that they were showing i just saw her be just more annoying and annoying and annoying and and it was funny too because i'm like i also noticed that jacob's hair was getting grayer and grayer 
as the montages kept going and I was like oh man I was like this guy looked like you know that meme that they always have with Obama when he came into the office he looked like he was 20 but then when he got out he looked like he was like 63 because he got all the grays in his hair I was like man like it was the same thing Haley drove this dude nuts and he, they were only together for eight weeks it's crazy and um then they show uh Chris talking to Clara and Virginia about Virginia being a drunkard well allegedly a drunkard from what um Chris was saying and they presented it to Eric saying like hey you know do do you think that this is a problem and he's like no no it's not a problem you know it's fine and I'm like um then he was like no we were in we were in Vegas so like of course we were drinking and stuff like that so it's fine she doesn't have a problem he doesn't know what he's talking about but I'm like okay but when you got back from Vegas she still drank like crazy you know even though when she was in Vegas she's like yeah you know what are we missing because remember when she when they both woke up in the morning it's like what are we missing oh we're missing drinks like are we now and um she drank super heavy on her wedding day so okay fine i'll give her that one too um i don't know like she was drinking a lot though you know you know she she goes out thursday friday and saturday to drink like i don't know why people aren't i don't know why we're not discussing that you know it's like she literally goes out to get smashed thursday friday and saturday every thursday friday and saturday the fact that she goes out to drink on a Thursday should be an indication because, hello, tomorrow you have work. And she always says that she's always late to work. She says that, too. And also, um, the funny thing is that she can recognize that she needs therapy, but she can't recognize that she uses drinking as a coping mechanism. Does anybody not see this? <laughs> you know like i don't understand why don't people see that she uses drinking as a coping mechanism but she but she realizes that she needs therapy for the trauma that she's had in her life but and also when eric says hey i think you know when we have a discussion we don't need to be inebriated and all that stuff she's like well we would have had those problems if um we weren't drinking anyway like she keeps trying to protect herself from the drinking like she does not want to be separated from drinking you know what i mean so those are issues keep avoiding them if you want eric and virginia but sooner or later everything comes to light and you will see that this is an issue that you guys need to uh situate and rectify before it's too late that's it so then um they have a conversation with the experts which i think is like the first time that they did this too so i don't know it's just been very interesting this season that they're doing a lot of firsts like this i don't know if i don't know if i want them to do um round tables like this again maybe it's something i don't know but it does change up the reunion shows it does change up the reunion shows, but at the same time, it makes them longer. But it is interesting to separate people, look at the experts and stuff like that. But I think they might just do it this once just because it's, this season was just a, such a 
whirlwind of what the show actually represents. Like, I hope, well, I mean, there probably are a lot of people that this is their first season watching Married at First Sight, and I just want to say that this is not how it is. It isn't. I mean, granted, maybe, like, the last three have had at least one couple that has been just, like, whoa, that has just been, like, really bad. But, um... This is not a normal Married at First Sight season. So please don't keep expecting a Chris and Paige every season. Like that's not the 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 worst is you'll probably get a Haley and Jacob you know, every season, but not Chris and Paige. Chris and Paige is like a super anomaly. Like look, it, there's been twelve seasons and there hasn't been a couple as worse as uh Chris and Paige. Well, Chris, anyway, I keep jumbling them together i mean it's not Paige's fault but still i mean she needs to take accountability and she has so but uh yeah um so let's see yeah so they gather up the experts too and they said that like yeah you know chris fooled us all and all that stuff and then um Kevin says, okay, give me one surprise for each couple. And um, they said, oh, you know, uh, Vinny and and Brianna, they said that they that they loved them and they, they were surprised that the chemistry um, was so uh, immediate, you know. And with Haley and Jacob, um, Pastor Cal said her history is to run. And he thought that Jacob's stability would uh, ground her, and it didn't. <laughs> um, and Doctor Viviana said that she was really surprised that she was surprised that Jacob didn't feel even more didn't didn't feel even worse about the rejection that um, he got that he would continuously get from Haley. You know what I mean? So. Um, that's when Kevin shows um, this never-before-seen footage because there's a lot of times that Dr. Viviano would come up with uh, exercises for them to um, work on to, so they could um, get better at, um, you know, getting to know each other, creating intimacy and all that stuff because that was a big problem for uh, Haley. So, um, so it was the fishbowl game. It was a fishbowl game full of questions. And I guess one of the questions was like, oh, um, you know, what is your favorite, what is your favorite body part on your partner? And <laughs> Haley asked that to Jacob and Jacob said, oh, you know, the kneecaps. It's like, you got to have lo lovely kneecaps because once you, <laughs> once you get the old lady kneecaps, you're done. And she like took it again. She took it literal and took it serious. And because of his like kind of Ben Stein monotone-ness, she doesn't know if he's joking or not. So she's like, what? And he's like, Ugh, you know, so it completely like goes over her head. And the second question was, um, oh, hold hands for the duration of the game. And she's like, Ugh, I hate holding hands. You know, she just gets very disgusted. And he's like, whoa, like you don't have to sigh. Like it's the worst thing in the world. And, um, He's like, how can you not hold hands? <laughs> you know. She's like so disgusted. And then, and then the next question was, uh, um, 
you know, reenact your first kiss. And she's like, um, no, I'd rather not. I think we're, I think we're good on the whole, on the hand holding. You know, she just keeps rejecting him. And it's like, wow. And it's not even him. It's with everybody. Because even, um, Dr. Pepper said that she's like, she's cold and not just with him. She doesn't like to cuddle. She doesn't like to hold hands. And then Dr. Viviana, um, comes in and says, she's like, oh, she, she, she said in the questionnaire that she's very affectionate. So it's like, okay, so it's either that she's lying or is it like she really didn't like Jacob, but still, but at the same time, she says she doesn't like holding hands. So I feel it's, I feel it's the latter. I feel that she's lying. She doesn't like holding hands and, um, she doesn't like, she, so she's a not, she's a, her, on the love language scale, physical touch must be, must be at zero and that's horrible because me, I couldn't be with that person because my love language is physical touch. So you mean to tell me we're never going to cuddle, we're never going to hold hands, none of that stuff? Get out of here. Get out of here. You, you, you do nothing for me. You're useless. Sorry. Like, sorry. <laughs> You're gone. Can't deal with you. Um. So now... um. They they have all the couples on stage, and um, of course you know they go back and forth with all the questions and all that stuff, and they said you know how how is it how is it seeing yourself on t- television? And it's like oh you know it's hard. Like why did I wear that? Why did I say that? And all that good stuff. You know they have a good time, and they said a lot of self reflect a lot of self reflection, which is true. I think Eric said that, and uh, everybody agreed because it's true. Like you see yourself in that situation, and you're like wow, I'm so much older and wiser from 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 that point that i'm seeing i was like why did i even say that i'm i'm an idiot and stuff like that so that's good um but the one thing that was really weird oh it was it was it was, it was a f- funny thing where kevin says you know they had a montage of ryan saying that that's my jam like i don't know like him saying it like 12 times or something like that and they put it in a video montage and i'm like what you put my jam but you don't put for sure because that's his favorite word to say too you should have did that but um and then the biggest crock of shit that i heard throughout the entire thing was originally saying oh i just want to make clear that because they you know they brought up the um sleeping at a friend's house whatever but she said oh i just want to make clear that um i didn't say that i would sleep at a friend's house while we were married you know and i'm like that's bullshit because i'm like well, then what then what then what's the issue why was this such a long-running issue that that if if you were adamant about that i mean if you said that you didn't mean that you know what i mean because it's like even when and, and i'll and i'll tell you when that's bullshit because i remember when they were having that argument where she was saying, oh, well, how about if you're gone from work and I can't sleep over, um, like, you know, I mean, yeah, you're, 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 you know, you're at work and, um, you know, there's no one at home, but I can't, I can't sleep over my friend's house and stuff like that. She was very adamant about doing that. And I'm like, okay, so there you go. So why are you lying saying that you didn't mean that, like, um, you didn't want to sleep over like what do you mean yeah what do you mean that you didn't mean to say 
that, oh, I wouldn't do that if I was married. Yes, you would. You wouldn't do that so bad for whatever reason. And it's so weird. Like, I don't know why. Because the thing is, in retrospect, it lo- it looks bad because now she gets it. But you meant it before. So don't try to change it. Like, oh, no, I, I didn't mean that when I was married. Like, like if, you know, once I get married that, um, um, that this would happen bitch you've been married since the show started so what do you mean <laughs> this was such a big contentious thing between the both of you um almost every other episode that this would be brought up so i don't understand what you mean by that it makes no sense you were very adamant of still wanting to sleep over your friend's house you know thursday friday saturday while eric was chilling at home you know like that's the thing. So don't try to change your answer now. But anyway, you know, they say goodbye and all that stuff. You know, the show's over. But then they show, you know, next week on Married at First Sight. I'm like, next week? What the fuck is happening? So they show another completely different montage of things. So I'm like, what? This is a this is a new episode? I think this is the first time in history where it's like they're showing the aftermath. Not aftermath, but the epilogue of the season. Because now this is one more episode after the reunion episode. And they're showing everybody moving in or, you know, Paige starting to date and all that stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I've never seen that before. Like, they love this season for some reason. And I want this damn season to end. But this is just showing me that the new season is totally not ready to go. Because I believe I read some place where it said that literally right now that the season 13 they're on their honeymoon so they're nowhere near um being done you know so they're still shooting so i i probably see this coming out maybe in september or something like that which is good because that gives me some rest i don't need to like scurry to like get these episodes out and also it gives me a lot of time to just be creative with my own stuff you know and and create um episodes that i want to create before the new season comes in so i'm very happy about that but anyway um yeah i mean i guess we're gonna have part three next week or whatever you know so let's see so we're on uh, episode episode we're on car 35 of the and uh self the skin deeps the and self edition uh card game all right and um episode that episode we're on card uh we're on card 35 card 35 so let's see what it says is there a faster way i mean there's always a faster way but is there a good way that's the thing or is it the right way and i guess it's the faster way i guess of saying you know of where i want to be or where i want all my all my uh things to go to so let's say with this podcast i can definitely probably order an ad company have them whore out my things and get this going but i don't know i like it i like it being organic you know i like taking my time with it you know slow and steady wins the race um can it go and is there a fast way of making my books sure you know quitting my job and just um you know, writing every day if I can, you know, but I can't I have responsibilities, you know, I'm an adult, um, 
yeah, is there faster ways of doing these things? Sure. But again, is it the right way? And um, sometimes, you know, it's not. <laughs> and I just got to um, I just got to deal with that, which sucks, you know. But um, I just got to keep I just got to keep holding on, man, and just keep going. That's the thing, um, because I would definitely want it to go faster. You know, um, there's there's just so many projects that I want to do. But also, too, like I just want to get money, but not in a selfish way. I just want to get money to help out my family. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that I want to do. Um, because we're in, we're in some dire straits, man. And I feel like I'm not contributing, even though, of course, I am. But I just feel like that I want to do more. And just with my time and my responsibilities, I, I can't even though those things are supposed to be beneficial, they're actually hindering me from getting to where that I want to get so I can help out my family. You know what I mean? So it's been very uh, hard to deal with that. It's sort of like a mental thing that I'm going through. But, you know, what are you going to do? But, uh, but yeah. So is there a faster way? Sure. But it's not necessarily it's not necessarily the best way or the better way to do things. But yeah, just gotta keep it in stride and just keep going. All right. So that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T I N Q P O D. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is tinkpodcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to live within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.